0: Welcome to the brand spanking new format for our Flip Switch podcast. Yes. I'm your host, Chris, and with me today is...
1: Ryan. What's happening, guys?
0: Now, in case you haven't been following the blog, we're doing the podcast a little bit new this time. We're going to have it split up, whereas we used to do one big 30-minute show, we're going to have it split up into segments so that you don't have to listen all at once and it comes out a little bit more often. Yeah. So come out once every few days or so. We're going to have a weekly news program, and we're going to have also a new segment pop up every week, and of course, the Tech Corner, as always. And we're also going to have each episode be around a central topic, and this week's topic is, I guess, what our whole theme of our show would be, if I had to sum it up. Ryan, what is the theme? Okay, that's good. I think that is the mantra. We need to like have that worked into a slogan, like we can have dancing can bears sing it or yeah. something. <laughs> we'll work on that. Yes. <laughs> certainly shouldn't be the one to sing it. What do we mean when we say either you're controlling your disorder or you're not? You're taking the steps necessary to
1: lead a successful life in dealing with your disorder. So you can be functional. You know, exercise and scheduling, regimented living and stuff like that.
0: I've put it even more succinctly. I would say, look, your disorder exists whether you are going to confront it or not. And it's going to take a toll on you. Now you can either... Deal with that, or you can pretend it doesn't exist, and you'll still deal with it just in worse ways. And I think the theme of our whole show is take control of your health while you can, really. And the reason you will, you need to do that is because either you're gonna deal with that disorder, or it's gonna deal with you. And what, what do we mean when we say take control of your own health? Well, we mean control your life when you can. Because again, what we're talking about are mood disorders, such as depression, bipolar disorder, cyclothymia, these are disorders that often have a biological component, especially bipolar disorder. When you're in the middle of a mania, good luck controlling anything then. Yeah,
1: there's not much you
0: can do there. So the big issue is control what you can while you can. That's hard to get across to some extent. I don't know how to put that in a good way. If you put it in the context of
1: you're either controlling your disorder or it's controlling you.
0: Well, what I mean is a lot of people go, well, okay, I'm, I'm going to the doctor. They, it's kind of like people who go to church. Right, I'm really yeah. religious because I go to church every weekend. And then I go home and, you know, watch R-rated movies with crack smoking or something. I don't know. And cuss all day long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, uh, in the same way, just because you go to a doctor doesn't make you really taking charge of your health. I think the realization has to be that everything in your life affects your health. Every single thing. From what time you get up in the morning to what time you go to bed to what you put in your body as far as food to kind of who you tend to hang out with. The time, kind of the schedules you keep. Name one thing. In fact, let's try this experiment right now, Ryan. Okay. Off the top of your head, name, just choose a word football. Football. Okay. Oh, that was a hard one. <laughs> athletes, there are bipolar athletes out there. So yeah. um, you do have to kind of do a lot of working out for that. And sometimes, especially professional athletes, are known to take substances that can kick them into a disorder. Right. Um, that's Definitely. dangerous. It Definitely. takes. When you hear, like, Lyle, Lyle Alzado, do you know who that is? No, I'm not familiar, no. Lyle Alzado was a, a famous uh, late 70s, early 80s nose tackle for the Oakland Raiders. Okay. And he made a comeback in the late 80s, I think it was. He was old by that time, and he made the comeback by taking massive amounts of steroids. A little bit. Yeah. He was, he was able to get back on the team. And then something like seven years later, he died of cancer. Uh, that they think was at least kicked into overdrive by taking all the steroids. So, yeah, that affects your health. Yeah. There's anything you can think of. Or let's say you watch football all day long. So you're sitting on a couch Uh doing nothing, (laughs) eating Cheetos all day long. You don't think eating Cheetos while watching other people run around is going to maybe affect your health sooner or later. Everything is related. Right. And I I think that's another issue to kind of taking control of your health if you have to realize that as one thing changes, so does everything else. Everything is related. Yeah, everything's connected. I right. just
1: like a big circle, so.
0: But I think the big thing, though, is getting this interconnectivity and ability to take control of your health. I think the issue is kind of, especially when you're younger, it's figuring out that it's real. And And what I mean by that is Like, let's say you're in junior high, for instance. Okay. You live at your parents' house. Yep. They tell you usually what time to go to bed, what time to get up. You go to a school where they tell you what work to do. And if you don't do it, you get in trouble. Right. Um, You don't have control over very much in a lot of ways when you're younger. So when somebody comes along and tells you to take control of something, you're like, what do you mean? How do I do that? Yeah. Yeah. And people just sit around going, well, "Well, tell me what to do. Tell me what what is good, what is bad." Uh, that's it's hard to get across this idea of look, the things you do, even to the smallest degree, are crucial in controlling your health while you can.
1: Yeah, one one small thing can set you into a a swing in any direction.
0: Right, and uh, I think one thing we've talked about on the show before is that. Um, Most of the things we talk about are true for just people without any kind of disorder. Don't do lots of drugs. Wow, that's profound. You shouldn't be doing that anyway, (laughs) regardless of whether you have a disorder or not. In fact, by doing lots of drugs, you have a disorder. It's called substance abuse. Or don't stay up all night long. Probably not a good idea for most people. You know, don't have chaotic relationships if you can help it. Probably a good idea.
1: Messes with your emotions. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, but it's becomes crucial, absolutely just critical, if you have, say, bipolar disorder. Because, you know, it's what, over 50% of people, bipolar disorder, have a substance abuse problem at some point in their life? Yeah, I think that's about right, yeah. So, yeah, it's not just it's a bad idea to do drugs. In general, it's you're going to get really messed up if you start messing around with this. Or if most people don't operate well when they stay up all night long... That's a little bit different when you get kicked into a mania and you have to end up in the hospital. And that's kind of what we mean is there comes a point in these disorders where at least you have a lot less control. In the middle of a mania, you're out of control. You're not thinking straight. You're not doing the right things. You're probably not going to be able to reason yourself back to getting control over your life. When you're in depression, you might can reason relatively well, but your your body is just pulling you down so much that even getting out of bed is just a chore. Yeah. So you have a little <laughs> bit more rationality, but it's hard to do anything. The theme of the entire show is control those little things so you at least lessen the likelihood you get to those places.
1: I mean, the risk is still there, obviously, right? Yeah. yeah but it's it's just... not
0: foolproof. That's the point, is that this is possibility for you. You know it is. What can you do to help that process not occur? Um, So, I mean, I think the basics of what we talk about are pretty, I mean, they're not, again, they're not foolproof, but they they are what they are.
1: I think something that we've talked about a lot is people want a magic answer to their disorder sometimes. So, I mean, you talked about like a silver bullet or something.
0: Right. So. There's no silver bullet. Uh, Nothing cures anything. Even if you take the best medications out there, they can help delay some stuff. They can help minimize. It's effects maybe, but you know, th- there's this save- saying that once you have one mania, it's just a matter of time. It's coming, and you have to control. If you don't do anything and do the wrong things, you're going to make it a lot more likely, a lot sooner. If you do the right things, then maybe you can push it off or limit set up a numbers. limit it and set up a buffer system where it doesn't do as much damage to you. And I, I think one thing we need to get across is that the things we're suggesting are practical. You can do them. It's not just philosophy. It's not saying if you think this certain way, everything will be fine. It is. Look, I compare it to: if it's raining, take an umbrella. Right. You probably still get a little wet, but a lot less than you would the other way. It's a good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you if you don't mind getting drenched, don't take an umbrella. It's the same way, if you if you think dealing with severe depression that makes you feel awful and manias that can get you into legal trouble and cause strained family relationships is fine. Fine. Don't control your health at all. You're doing great. I doubt you feel that way. Right. Which leads me to my ultimate conclusion, which is look, you do these things. I can guarantee you'll be happier. Now that's a very crucial difference. You're not going to necessarily be happy. You'll just be a lot happier than you would be if you didn't address your disorder at all because you're then in denial and then you feel out of control of your life and in a lot of ways you are out of control and then everything's awful. I
1: agree with you 100% on that. I mean everything's going to be a struggle when you're dealing with bipolar disorder but if you can limit that and these practical ways that we talk about on the show can help you do that. You know, it's it's bound to make you happier. Who wouldn't want a life with less stress and, you know, less chaos going on? So
0: This is the biggest issue I think that comes up is it doesn't seem possible. Yeah. It's, or two things. One, it seems not possible or it seems like too much stuff to deal with because if everything affects your life, well, if everything affects your health, then you got to control everything. Right. But what we're talking about is big rock practical stuff. That you can do,
1: especially if you take care of the bigger things in life, the smaller things tend to right get ironed out as well,
0: so what I would ask the listeners to do come up with a list of reasons you can't that taking control of your own health is really not if it's even if you think it's a good idea it's not really feasible, and I think you can make a lot of good cases that it's not practical it's not it's not a good way to live because. You're just lying to yourself if you think you can control your health. And then when you get that list done, realize that all of it's a lie.
1: Rip it up. <laughs> and rip it up.
0: Because the reality is, yeah, you can control your health a little bit at least. And you'll be happier. So control your disorder as much as you can, or it will control you. Deal with it or get killed. <laughs>